We are Unqualified Parenting. We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families. All right, here we go. It's podcast time. This is episode nine, interview with a full-time stepmom. Who is, drumroll, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Poor thing. I was pretty excited to let everyone know that I have my two favorite people with me on the podcast. Aww. But unfortunately, that's not going to be tonight. <laughs> hi, Mikkel. Hi. <laughs> You gonna say hi? Yeah, I'll say hi. Speak up. Okay. There you go. All right. What's new? Uh, hi guys. Hi. Hi Jen. Hi. How's your week? It was good. I found out that my daughter has no fear of strangers today, so <laughs> that's slightly fun. terrifying. Yeah. Uh, we were walking past the neighbor's house, and there was a guy in a van because that's oh, safe. to my neighbor. And he was going around the back, closing the van door, and then he was getting in the passenger side, and my daughter stops, like, two feet away and just stares at him. And he's like, hi. And she just stares <laughs> at him. And he's like, do you want to come with me? And she holds out her arms without even looking at me and walks right up to him, and he picks her up, and he's like, oh, are you going to go home with me? And she's just hugging him like it's not even a big deal. And then he finally handed her back to me, but... Was he I just learned. a random guy? No, he was at my neighbor's house, oh, so he's okay. my neighbor's friend. No, if he was a random guy, I would be losing my shit. But did you ever see that video fine. of the guy who went to playgrounds and did that with people's kids? With the puppies? Yeah. Yes. And candy, and the kids were just like, "Oh, puppies!" Fuck my parents. Let's go. That would yes. be me, though. That <laughs> would be even as an adult. Even as an adult, I would go. I, okay, I'll I, go. I almost lost Mikkel last year to that. Some strange guy <laughs> with a puppy. Oh, happens all the time. What's new with you, Mikkel? Nothing, just, you know, living life. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, this is, yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, I work um, at the University of Utah. I've been there for five years, and I love it. Now all of our listeners are going to show up there and want your autograph. That's, that's Where's totally this Mikkel? Show me Mikkel. That's I got okay. a puppy. <laughs> I just want one patient that knows my name because we get these patient satisfaction scores. And for some reason, my name's always McCall. McCall! Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what we did today. Yep, so that's my uh, new nickname around work, which is great. So maybe it's one day someone can get... Yes, yes, and I love them so much. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's me, I guess. And then I have a family married to Cody. And we have a stepdaughter. She's more of a daughter, I feel like. But yeah, technically, she's a stepdaughter. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me in a really small nutshell, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why you're in a nutshell, you nut. Do you guys want to do the segments first or the interview first? Let's do segments first. Let's let her warm up. Let me ask you guys a question about your segments first. Did you make sure you didn't have the same segments? I think so, because I got home, right? And I said, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I've been thinking about it all day. And then he was like, oh, you didn't think of anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's that one thing that happened. So I'm hoping we don't. Unless you're just going to copy me. Then I did not prepare for this episode. <laughs> well, then Mikkel can go first. All right. This is the part of the show where we share a one-up parenting moment. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Or a game over <laughs> parenting moment. Um, 
one up probably. Um, we had our fifth wedding anniversary last week. Um, and I don't know of a kid that's ever gotten their parents a anniversary <laughs> present before. Um, but ours did. Aw, that's adorable. So she made us a card that said, <laughs> even though you fight and even though you argue, I still think you're meant to be. But then she drew little stick figures and they had like their arms like raised at each other. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't realize we fought like that. We don't. Disclaimer, we don't. But um, Anyways... Um, I work late on Tuesday nights. I don't get home until around 9. So Cody and Aubrey went to the mall for a daddy-daughter date because they're cute like that. <laughs> and um, Aubrey went into Claire's, Yeah, right? we, walked, we walked into Claire's because we had nothing to do. And she found these puppy dog print earrings. And I love dogs more than anything in the world, pretty much. Even Cody and Aubrey. Um, no. Disclaimer. It, it's, it's a yes. It's <laughs> no. a definite yes. <laughs> but I love, I love dogs. Um, and so she saw these uh, dog print earrings and she instead, of, which I'm wearing, you have, uh, you have to you. wear them. If your kid gets yeah. you a gift, you have to wear it. It's yes. just like a thing. Um, and so she asked Cody, I really want to get these for my mom for your Aww. anniversary. And I don't know what kid thinks about their parents on their anniversary, but... Aubrey does, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I had to point it out to her that she might as well get her own pair. Because her buy one, get one 50% off. <laughs> you got to treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. So, yeah, and then it was pretty cute because she gave us the card with, and then she wrapped the earrings, and she gave Cody a little, like, what was like a stuffed dinosaur <laughs> dragon thing it's it's like a stuffed dinosaur that like cheech and chong would make it's all psychedelic <laughs> and shiny which aubrey's totally into psychedelic like everything tie-dye yeah she's crazy that's yeah. super cute though that she yeah, did that and no i i haven't heard of a kid that's yeah. bought their parents and especially I, that yeah. age they usually like, are like, ew, gross. I literally told her, I was like, Aubrey, I've never met a kid who's like thought of their own parents yeah, on their anniversary. Yeah, that's super cute. She's pretty cute sometimes. Yeah. We like her. We'll keep her around, I guess. <laughs> For now. So that's a one up. I have. I always have game overs. <laughs> so we have these uh, chairs outside that have arms that go, that are bars. I don't know how to explain it. On the podcast. They're just like outdoor patio chairs. And she was climbing in it. And I noticed the last time she climbed in one, she turns around, tries to sit down. So I have to kind of help her because there's a big gaping hole between the seat and the arm. And she turned around so fast and tried to plop her butt down that she fell head first (laughs) right on the cement and started screaming. And I was like one foot away. And I still didn't catch her. And I was watching, preparing for this to happen. And she still fell and smacked her head on the concrete. So that's my game over. Are we going to have an episode one of these times where it's like, hey, Jen, how many kids are still alive? <laughs> how many concussions has she had? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. Yep. Yeah. What about you? I have a one-up. Well, an update. A one-up date. Oh. You going to do a noise for that? No. <laughs> one-up date. 
<laughs> Thanks. In our last episode, we talked about contract law in regards to video games and per- er, borrowing money from your parents. She paid off her debt. Woohoo! Yeah, she paid it off. <laughs> Holy fuck. She paid it off with, I think, like half a day to spare, and she's played her game twice since then. It's been a month. At least she paid it off, though. That's the important part. It was very true. It's awesome. And she made it halfway through her summer workbook, which has never happened before. Wow. So I'll take it. But she's also not once asked to borrow any money since then. Which may be a good thing. Yes, I would say so. That's probably a win in itself. <laughs> it is. So we had two one-ups and Jen's always game over. Yep, always. Nice. Uh, I have I have corrections. Correction corner from episode seven, which is the What Up Bra episode, because uh, one of our listeners knows everything about everything. So if you talk about anything and you're wrong, he will correct you. I'm sure you cannot guess who this listener <laughs> is. It's my husband. Also, Jen, it's a living room. Okay. Yes. It's yes. a living room. I get. I still get that correction because I call it a family room sometimes. Um. So the Grand Tetons <laughs> was not founded by Lewis and Clark. Founded. They didn't like discovered. Start it and build it. <laughs> Welcome to the Grand Tetons opening July. It wasn't discovered by them, and they're not sure if it's named Tetons because of the big boob thing, or if it's because of the Teton Sauks Indians. Like history. Did you say Souks? I don't know how to say it. It's S I O U S. It's the Sioux. The Sioux Indians. The, the right, did he say Souks? Because if he said Souks, then he, I'm... he chatted it to me. So he probably said Sioux because it's it's Steve and yeah, probably as I said it, he's probably like Sioux. Yeah, if you read on, trust me, I sent him that, and he's I know, I know. Cody's pulling up proof. The Grand Teton literally <laughs> means the big tit. Which is hilarious. It is hilarious. I mean, who named it? Lewis and Clark? They don't, they don't know. Oh. They're, well, French trappers may have named it, or oh. it might be named after Indians. They're not sure. So I just wanted to correct ourselves. Whoever it was, they um, were sex-deprived, I feel like. <laughs> Apparently. Zima does have alcohol. Zima beer. So if you were drinking that as a kid, then you... No, <laughs> yes, yes, Zima's commercial was the beer-free no, it, beer. It's a carbonated alcohol. So maybe it's not beer, but it's a carbonated alcohol. Were you drinking this as a child? I dr- this was in my bottle growing up as a child. <laughs> it really explains a lot. Oh, it was cooler. <laughs> you know what? To this guy with these corrections, why don't you come on the show and say them to my face? <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also noticed that my uh, one-up, because I hardly ever have them, so apparently I used the same one twice. <laughs> and my one-up from episode five was the same one-up as episode seven. Which I didn't even notice, so I don't know how the fuck he remembered to even notice that. And then we got home, and he's like, let me rewind your episode for you. And I'm like, (laughs) I have show notes. I can look it up myself. Thank you. 
And he was totally right. I don't think a podcast has ever fired a listener before. <laughs> Is that something we can do? Then we'd only have McCallum. <laughs> and this would be one awkward podcast. <laughs> Especially this episode. Especially this episode. I'd just be talking to myself. Well, thank you, mystery listener. <laughs> we, I will be forever anxious and worried about our podcast. We're going to have a great every episode. <laughs> That's what that means. Well, on that depressing note of uh, not knowing You're doing what a good job, doing. Cody. <laughs> You're doing great at podcasting. <laughs> it is sad, though, because I think that is my only one up, like, this whole time, and I've had to use it twice. Because I'm like, oh, I, I had that one thing. And just tell him it was, like, the best thing ever. 14 weeks, I had that one thing. <laughs> but I did good. And I wanted to share it two times. Was it this one, the yeah, dog? Yeah, the, the buckle bear dog collars. Yeah, it, it, was, <laughs> it was the same. I didn't realize it either. Thanks. It's because you're a normal person. Normal. <laughs> I'm just used to hearing Jen say the same fucking story. He just over tones it all out. And over. It all just meshes together. At least you know your husband listens to this. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. That's a one-up right there. It's awesome. Jen, are you crying? Uh, yeah, because I asked my daughter the other day, do you want me to read you a book? Because she was sitting there with a book, and she nodded, like her big nod with her head and said yes, and I was like, did you just say yes? And she nodded again, It wasn't and it was like so a, cute. what up, brah? No, up, brah? <laughs> that would be cool. What's up, brah? It was, it was a yes, please read me this book, and it was super cute. Was it like a slow... Yeah, it was like, a, this is new. And then I asked my husband the next day, I'm like, ask her a yes or no question on your walk this morning. So he did. And he gets back and he's like, she nods retarded. Like her head's all wonky. And I'm like, she's new. She's only nodded twice in her whole little life. And he was all worried one. about it. Is, it. is it like that Indian nod? Have you ever That's seen that? That's racist. By the Teton Sioux Indians. No, in like Indian culture... When you're like being sarcastic or you don't agree with something, they do this nod. It's like a weird head shake. <laughs> How do you know this though? I He's know lots of things, up. okay? I know lots of things. I'm friends with Steve. He teaches me things. This head nod was discovered by Lois and Clark. <laughs> and it's named the Big Tit. <laughs> the Big Tit nod. So, should we move on to our interview? Yes. Should we take a sponsor break? No. Good. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, question number one. How old was Aubrey when you came into the picture, and what was that like from your perspective? <laughs> this feels like a game show. <laughs> question one. For a brand new Tesla, how old is your daughter? If there's a Tesla on the line and I get it wrong... I'm probably, we're going to get divorced for sure, because, yeah, I'm going to be dead stare. <laughs> that is the right answer. <laughs> um, I met Aubrey on her fifth birthday, actually. So we drove to Seattle. She lived in Seattle with her mom at the time. Um, I had seen her, so Cody used to do Skype dates with her um, once a week, I believe. Um, it was pretty cute. He'd set an alarm on his phone. So whenever that alarm went off, um, whatever we're doing stopped, and he ran to the Aww, computer. Oh, that's cute. It was pretty cute. Um, 
and I'd watch him talk to Aubrey, but I was never on camera, just kind of be respectful. So I'd watch him talk to Aubrey. She's super cute. Fell in love with her. Um, we, so we drove up to Seattle. It was super cute. Um, my How family, old did you say she was? Five. 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 We, um, my family had never met her before, but my mom sent her, sent us up with like a whole bunch of presents that she had gotten for, and she had made a reading pillow. My mom's big into sewing, so she sewed like a pillow with her name on That's it. That's cute. Um, so yeah, picked her up on her fifth birthday from her mom's. We went to Red Robin. Yum. Because that's all she liked. And <laughs> Cody planned a little birthday party for her. So I was Mattel. I was, that's what I was known as, was Mattel. So that's cute. That'll be my forever favorite name. <laughs> it's pretty cute in her little voice. So she's five. Long story short, she was five. <laughs> so. Uh, what was that like for you as like, how, cause you were pretty young yourself. Yeah. I think was I 21, 22. That's 20, young for 21. dealing with a five-year-old. I was 22. Yeah. 22. Sorry. I'm That's waiting. like, if you had a kid at 15, then that yeah, would be your kid. Which is also extremely fun sometimes because when I tell people that I have a daughter, um, I usually don't call her my stepdaughter because she's she's more to me than a stepdaughter. Well, and you're her full-time mom. She calls you mom. Yeah. So, but when I tell her or tell them, per se, um, that I have a daughter and that she's 11 and they do the math in their head, you can kind of see the wheels turning <laughs> and then they kind of look at you and you're like, she's my stepdaughter. And they're like, oh, okay. Cause that, he would have been 16. Not that there's anything wrong with having a kid at 16, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was an adjustment at first. It was hard. I went from being single and living on my own in my own apartment, which was ghetto was all hell, um, to moving in with Cody and then becoming, uh, essentially a parent within a matter of a year or so. So it's kind of an adjustment, but it was it was a fun one. That's good. Yeah. What do you think that was like for Aubrey to go from, like, living with her splendid, wonderful mom in Washington to then coming home with you guys and having that? That's a good question. I've never thought about that, to be honest. <laughs> um, I honestly don't think I think she was more excited to finally be with her dad um into she's in kind of a rough situation in Washington um so to be able to come down um she always knew she was safe with their dad she always they have this incredible bond that occasionally I get jealous of because it is so tight I guess yeah Um, I think that's normal for stepmoms to feel that way um, but it was fun. I think it was kind of weird for her at first because, like, Cody be at work. I worked kind of different hours at the time, so my shift always changed. So it was just a matter of me picking her up from daycare and trying to figure out things to do with her and trying to figure out how to bond. And I think we were kind of both awkward for a little while around <laughs> each other. So, but luckily, Cody kind of helped. Did she ever get mad, like, if she expected Cody to pick her up and then you showed up? No. She's, like, the easiest kid. That's like, awesome. Honestly, she's the easiest kid. So 
No, she never got mad. She'd just ask, like, oh, where's my dad? Like, oh, he's at work. And she'd be like, okay, all right. And she was, she's just a busy kid. That's great. So I keep making that noise, and then I hear it when I listen to the podcast, and I'm like, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel all the time. What expectations did you have, or how did you, like, envision your role with her? Like, did you like, picture being a mom, or did you picture being a friend, an aunt? Like, how did you kind of picture that relationship? That would be really weird if she was her aunt. How would that work? Yeah, but I went... I'm married to Mikkel, and Mikkel's your aunt, and we live in Kentucky. <laughs> I don't mean that you call her an aunt, but that the relationship is aunt-like, where you don't do any of the discipline, but you take them to do the fun stuff, that kind of... You know what I mean? <laughs> so what did I expect? Yeah. Um, I don't know at first. I think I just expected to just be friends at first um I don't I never felt a pressure that I had to take on that role um Cody and I had talked about getting married before we brought Aubrey down to live with us um so I mean I was hoping that I was gonna stick around for her <laughs> life um but yeah I think in the beginning it was just um helping her transition from moving down here it was a big transition from her she lived with her grandparents and also her mom. So I think it was just kind of making that transition easy for her, especially since she was five. Um, kind of lose all of your friends and what you're familiar with. I think it was scary. Even though she'd come spend summers, I think it's a little different when you move yeah. permanently. But yes. Yeah, so I think in the beginning, just friends. That's kind of how I went into mine as well. It's, it's easier because then you aren't let down or you're not pushing too hard too fast so what was it like for you um like when Aubrey's like real mom or bio mom as you call it like when she tries to reach out to her now does that bother you or have you just kind of written her off or is that something you ever worry about coming back into the picture um Mikhail's always like that bitch oh, I'm gonna <laughs> murder her I'm gonna I, go up there I'm gonna cut I her have, with a knife I have at times um, just because she, I feel like she puts way too much pressure, not pressure per se on Aubrey, but stress. Mm-hmm. And some of the things she talks about. Um, honestly, um, weird, but I get almost, it's kind of like a sh- shocking feeling, but not really kind of like a, kind of snaps me back into reality mm-hmm. because I do forget sometimes that I'm not her biological mom. Um, not saying that I would ever take that away from her biological mom. Um, but it's hard because she reaches out so infrequently that I feel, I don't know. It's just, I feel like I've kind of stepped up to that role. Um, and that's and how Aubrey sees me. piss off basically. <laughs> yes. Um, she hasn't talked to her in, I mean, directly in how long? years, I want to say. She hasn't had phone contact with her in two and a half. She hasn't had face-to-face contact with her in three. Um, and she's 10? Yeah. She's 11. 11. 11. Sorry. Jeez. She looks like she's little. She's like... She's so little. She's petite. She's tiny. She Like, she could pass for a seven-year-old. 
Which, yeah, we get a lot of free admissions yep. to uh, Come ski parks. season, she is a seven-year-old because seven-year-olds ski free. Does she ever get mad? Like, Dad, I'm 11. No. Nope. She's like, sweet, let's go. Let's hit the slopes. She totally embraces it, yeah. As That's long as good. she gets that uh, oatmeal raisin cookie while skiing. That's all she cares about. Ew. Exactly. I know. Thank you. That's You're gross. both horrible people. I live in a household filled I just, I'm that, I'm a loner. At least you don't have to be tempted by all the cookies because they're disgusting, so. That's true, but I never just make oatmeal raisin. I always <laughs> make chocolate chip. I do too. like oatmeal chocolate chip. That's good. Yeah, those are pretty good. A waste of an oatmeal cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been your biggest struggle, like, being a stepmom? Like, day to day, this part um, of it sucks. Biggest struggle, I think, is forming a bond with her um, because I'm a completely different type of parent than Cody is. Um, I was raised more on discipline, I wouldn't say. like more strict. More strict rules. Um, and with me being raised like that, I think it's harder for me to step back because that's, that's what I grew up with and that's what I know. Um, and so there are times that I feel like I'm too hard and too strict with Aubrey and she's she's our only kid, and so all of our all of my attention gets focused on her, mm. which I feel like at times. <laughs> um, and it's just small stuff like, okay, did you shower? Did you actually use soap in the shower? <laughs> okay, did you brush your teeth? All right, well, there's your teeth are still yellow. So did you really brush them? Kind of a thing. So I'm I'm for sure the annoying parent when it comes to that. So I think. Just kind of getting over that and building a bond with her. Yeah. Does she respond well to that or is she like, yeah, mom? Um, well, I can't <laughs> point fingers at her because it's all, as Cody looks, like he's totally not here right now. Um, no, it's not her fault. Um, but she does get sassy, but that's because I address it with sass so do you I guys mean, get both get sassy yes sassafras yes we do and uh sometimes cody will just uh, walk out of the room which i don't blame him at all but we do get sassy with each other at times um so yeah that's also a hard thing is to kind of like pull yourself back and be like all right i'm the adult i need to use nicer words i can't get mad at her for talking to me the same way i just talked to her mm, yeah. yeah we get sassy sometimes it used to be a lot worse. I used to call Cody um, when he was at work, and I'd be in tears. And I'm like, Aubrey's <laughs> yelling at me. And, so, and he'd be like, well, did you yell at her? And I'm like, well, yeah, but that doesn't matter. So, I can yell. Yeah. So it took a while. It took a while for me to be like, okay, all right. I have a hard time when my husband and my stepdaughter snap at each other because I'm not a snappy person. I'm very, like, calm, collected. Let's talk about this. And even with uh, my daughter, Finley, he'll be like, Finley! And I'm like, you don't need to snap at the one-year-old. <laughs> like, she's not, to her, it's just her name. She doesn't know what you're doing or talking yeah. about. So yeah. he's he's gotten uh, better, I think. But then sometimes Lily would be like, what? You know, and snap back and don't you talk to me like that. Yep. It's like, that's, well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, I can that's see it being too. hard for them to not respond in that way. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about being a stepmom? Um, I think just the unconditional love you get from a kiddo. Like, no matter 
like how bad you mess up per se, how sassy you get with them. Um, at the end of the day, they'll still give you hugs and kisses and tell you that they love you. Um, yeah, she, and I don't know. She's just a good little buddy. She's like your best little buddy. You never knew you needed. <laughs> shopping together. She'll tell you what's cute and what's not cute, <laughs> which I don't know if we have the same style. She prefers a leopard print and psychedelic, as we were talking about earlier. But um, yeah, I think just the unconditional love and friendship you get, even though they're not yours. I think that's pretty unique because I hear a lot of, I mean, my stepdaughter, I'm lucky in that way too, where she just loves me and tells me all the time, which is great and awesome. But I, I read and I hear from a lot of other stepmoms that there's just that constant resentment where it's like, I don't even want to be around you right now and I can't wait to get back to my own mom's house. And yeah, it's I, nice I, to not yeah. deal with. I was worried you know, like you were, you see Cinderella with like the evil stepmother. <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh shit, I hope that's not me. Like, I hope she doesn't see me like that. And I get a chore list. I'm like, oh, hopefully she doesn't think she's legit Cinderella sleeping <laughs> the floor right now. And, but yeah, no, I got really lucky. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what would you tell other future stepmoms that are going into a situation like this, either full-time or part-time, and wondering if this is something that they could handle? Good question. Um, the answer is no, you can't handle it. Get out. Get out. <laughs> run while you can. Um, I don't even, I mean, I think at the time when I was realizing that I was going to become a stepmom, um, I think it becomes more of a... You put the child first, um, just knowing that either I can be what they need or I can't be what they need. So, you know, as far as parenting wise, um, I think it's important to find those boundaries with you and with them and also with your spouse of who's going to essentially not carry out discipline, but it's a lot easier when she when it comes from Cody as opposed from me. Is it because um, he's a guy, you think, or the bio parent? I think it's the bio parent thing. I think, I mean, if I tell Aubrey, I'm like, Aubrey, I'm had enough and I'm sick of it and I can't handle this anymore. She's like, whatever. But if Cody says that, full-blown tears and like, <laughs> she's, I'm so sorry, dad. And so sometimes I think it's just smart to know your boundaries and to communicate um, with your spouse and also the stepchild, just so they feel involved of, is this what you want me to be in your life? Um, and then just be honest with yourself. Can I be this for them in their life? And, I mean, if you don't feel like you can, I feel like that's when you need to have either a come to Jesus with yourself or your spouse. Or Meaning I either need to set boundaries so that my spouse knows that I'm not going to be what's best for them or... Yeah, I I try to look at it if you're outnumbered. Like if you're, say your spouse wants you to be the disciplinarian, you don't want to be, your stepkids don't want you to be, just yeah. don't be and yeah. tell your spouse, I'm sorry, you're going to have to be disappointed, but this is, this is me. Because there's some battles that I want to fight with my stepdaughter, but I already know my husband doesn't really care that much. Her mom doesn't really care that much. She obviously doesn't care that much. <laughs> So it's not it's not worth it, and it's not because she's not worth it, and not because I love her any less than my daughter. I just love her differently, and it's not worth fighting other people. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. 
it's better to have that bond and relationship. Yeah. I um, I think it was really important from the beginning, um, even when Aubrey came down to live with us, we made it we made it clear that I'll be whatever she needs me to be, if that's a mom, if that's a friend, um, just kind of whatever. Um, and then I also really wanted to emphasize that you can have two moms if that's what you choose. Um, I'll never take the place of your biological mom. Because um, a rock could take that place. <laughs> a rock with googly eyes. <laughs> that reminds me of a story that I read on Reddit <laughs> that, that this mom was changing this toddler's diaper and he was like thrashing everywhere and it was like this big battle and she was just trying to get the diaper off without getting just shit everywhere. She finally pulls the diaper off and it plops on the ground. And then the middle of the shit is one googly eye staring back at her. So at some point, the toddler ate a googly eye and grabbed it back out. And oh, that's some funny shit. It's so gross. That's hilarious, though. Yeah, she said that she went from, like, so pissed to just, like, bawling laughing because it was just I- so unexpected to have this shit staring back at you like, <laughs> All right, Mikkel. You ready for a parenting lightning round? Sure. I don't know. What, yeah, and light, let's, let's do uh, it. Jen, do some, like, intense music. Pew, 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 wah, wah, wah. Fuck, why? Made my dogs cry. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> I don't know why we still do this podcast. <laughs> All right, Mikkel. How old is your daughter? 11. What's her name? Aubrey. Okay. All right. I, I had you to passed. test. <laughs> and she turns 12 when? December 18th. Here's the question. Oh, good. Finally. Oh, that's funny. There was a lot of questions oh, prior to that. Oh, All right. so funny. This is a legit one. Okay. okay. All right. You're doing the laundry, which is rare because usually I do the laundry at home. That's a lie. Burn. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. <laughs> You're doing the laundry... And a condom falls out of Aubrey's pant pocket. What do you do? <laughs> she already has this what the fuck look on her face. <laughs> That's probably the first thing I would do is what the fuck? I, I have multiple um, choice if that makes it easier. Um, You know what? I, I mean, like, do you want to say multiple choice if you've thought through them? Like, if you've thought of multiple choice items, do you want to use them? I didn't think of any of these. I just pulled them up online. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like uh, I said, I don't prepare for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the multiple choice? Sure, go for All it. All right. You're doing the laundry and a condom falls out of your daughter's jeans. What do you do? Option one, I'm worried about her being sexually active at such a young age, but I w- don't want to bring it up and make her angry at me for intruding. B, I sit her down and have a talk about safe sex and the consequences she'll face if she's not responsible. C, nothing. It's bound to happen sooner or later. At least she's using condoms. What am I on, four? (laughs) You've gone one, B, C, now four. H. (laughs) I get very angry with my daughter and don't let her out of my sight. I want to make sure she's not acting inappropriately. Option 12, (laughs) I have a talk with my daughter about safe sex and her behavior, telling her that privileges will be taken away if she's not more responsible. 
Or option Z, I sit my daughter down, tell her she should feel comfortable talking to me about these things. She can do as she pleases as long as she's safe. Oh, what geez. do you pick? Well, I mean, between one, A, B, Z, elemental <laughs> P. Um, Don't make fun of me. Don't forget four. <laughs> it's hard not to. Um, geez, probably sit her down. One, I mean, at least be happy that she was using them. Um, two, happy that she was using them or happy that she was safe? That she was safe. Thank you for the clarification. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you're having sex. Um, I would hope that she would feel comfortable coming to talk to me. Um, we'd probably have a talk to make sure that she is being safe. Know the boundaries as far as that goes. Um, then possibly talking about birth control. I mean, never know one of those suckers is going to break. I don't need a grandbaby yet, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good answer. Can like you imagine that. the math that people would do if you're like, I have a yeah. one-year-old grandkid? There'd be a lot of talk. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. You ready? Yes. Your daughter is brought home by a police officer because she was caught smoking marijuana while skipping school. What do you do? Is this now? Like, if this happens now? Or in the future? She's 16. She's 16? Okay, is it legal? Let's assume Bernie Sanders gets elected. <laughs> uh, he puts through an executive order decriminalizing marijuana on a federal level. Utah's probably three years behind. Oh. It's probably now at least fully medical, not recreational. And I guess if a cop was bringing her home, it probably wouldn't be legal yet, I would guess. Well, and it's only legal if you're over 18. Oh. In some states, 21. And she's 16 here. I mean, I feel like we watch a lot of cops with her, so I feel like this wouldn't be a thing that would happen. But one, we'd probably just have a very serious talk. I'd probably be more embarrassed that a cop had to bring her home. Um, but at the same time, maybe it's just my stance on marijuana, but I don't feel like I'd be as tough on her, like per se, if it was like meth. I mean, for sure I'd be pissed then. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have like a good answer for that. That's fair. What would I you do? I'd be like, sit down, daughter. Let me break out the heirloom grinder <laughs> that Let my father passed down to me from his father and his father. <laughs> blaze it. Your grandpa would never do that. We blaze it all night. <laughs> Listen to Kid Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Eat some Oreos. Mm-hmm. We've never done this. Disclaimer. We don't know what we're doing. From the perspective of a wife and stepmom, what advice would you give the other parent, the husband in this case, to help you become a better mom or caregiver for that child? Oh. Mm -hmm. I feel like the pressure's on now. It got deep, yeah. Yeah. I might not prepare, but I bring it. Okay. (laughs) On how to help me become a better stepmother. What advice do you have for me to help you be the best parent you can be? Ooh, um, I think a big one that's been helpful, I guess it's not really advice, but that's been helpful is just your honesty with me. I know sometimes it's harder to be honest with someone you care about, about uh, 
you're uh, you're really fucking up here in this part of the <laughs> relationship. Um, you should work on it. Um, but I think it's been really helpful um, just to have someone outside of that kind of. I mean, you're still kind of inside, but um, to kind of give you the point of view. Um, I think patience is important um, just because I feel like with step parenting and with all parenting dynamics I feel like everyone's raised differently um whereas Cody raised himself pretty much um, <laughs> and my parents were strict um, a little different dynamic there so I think it's just important to have patience sometimes with each other I think that we're learning that we all need to have patience with each other because yes. on would you the stop talking you talk marriaging so on the marriaging questions, that was both of our requests to the other person as well. If you recall, we both had patience on our list as the answer. It's important, I guess, right? It is. If everyone's bringing it up, it means something. I think being open, like you are, to being critiqued too, because I've told my husband too, I'd much rather hear something hurtful than for you to just shut down and not tell me or slowly resent me. For sure. But it has to be like two-way street. Like somebody has to be willing to speak up and that other person has to be receptive to it, even if it's not always yes. easy. Which, yeah, that kind of a, it's a little um, bump in the road sometimes. Cody will try to be like, hey, this is a, this, <laughs> he'll give me a nudge or he'll give me that look when I'm getting after Aubrey for something. And, and then I'll kind of snap and I'm like, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I think, I think bio parents... They feel like when they snap, it's more justified. But then when a step parent snaps, they're like, they give you that protective papa bear, mama bear look. Like, did you just snap at my kid? <laughs> and it's like, you just snapped at your kid yesterday like 18 times. Because yes. my husband does that. And I used to feel like so guilty and bad. But now I'm like, I'm allowed to be irritated just like you are. Yes. <laughs> Once in a great while. I hardly yes. ever snap. So. I don't hardly ever snap. I snap weekly. <laughs> it's getting better, though, the older she gets, I feel like. Yeah. Well, fun. Did you have any more questions? I have no more questions. You passed the test. Did you have any questions for a part-time stepmom or a full-time bio dad married to a full-time stepmom? Yeah, ask me some questions. Um, Ask me some questions. I have a I question for um, Jen. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I know we talk a lot about like step parenting, um, and you gave me some great podcasts and some information that honestly has been super helpful. Um, but just as far like as being a full time step parent compared to being a part time step parent, I feel like there's differences. There. Yes. And yeah. what are the, some of the biggest differences you notice? I think just having to deal with the bio mom on a level that people don't realize. Like, just because you're not talking to her or seeing her or hearing from her, or even if my husband's not talking to her, there's still things that the stepkids bring home all the time that are coming from her that you don't really realize is a thing until... You know, she's brought that home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also what's scary is like she could pop, she listens to podcasts, so she could pop on here, start listening at any time. 
So it's like you want to be real and honest, but you don't want to dig yourself a hole and talk bad about the stepmom because she is a good mom in a lot of ways. But there's also like problem areas and it's hard to balance that in conversation and with your stepkid. Yeah. Um, I'll never talk bad about Ari's mom with her. But yeah, even if she's listening to this podcast, I'm not your number one fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, um, great, I have a great relationship with um, Cody's ex-wife's parents, which is kind of unique. I yeah, that's like. super unique. Um, they're amazing people. Um, I've, I've always been so warm and welcoming um, to me, which is great. Um, I feel like they could easily be resentful um, because I'm the one helping raise Aubrey, not not her biological mom. Yeah. Um, but no, they're wonderful people and they're great. But yeah, I, as far as the uh, biological mom in the picture, I feel very fortunate, maybe is a cruel word to say, but that she's not in the picture. Yeah. I have heard this. full-time stepmoming can be easier. I think it's harder yeah. that you don't get a break like I do because, like, we have her every Wednesday and every other weekend. So every other week, pretty much, we go six days without having her, which my husband misses her. Um, I miss her sometimes, too. But there's also, like, oh, I get to clean the house and I get to do all this stuff and catch up on laundry and all this crap that then when she gets there and then based on the towels yes (laughs) always toothpaste it does make me wonder like at her own home how much of the towel is toothpaste it's just like one crusty toothpaste towel it's It's no longer a towel it's just a clump of hardened toothpaste on the towel rack then you never have to worry about it because it's just toothpaste all (laughs) the time (laughs) but like stuff like that does make me wonder like i know as you're as a parent like you pick your battles maybe that's not a battle that she picks but you wipe your hands with that (laughs) towel that she's wiped her spitty toothpaste (laughs) mouth on i don't know how it can't bother you did you want to talk about something, Jen? No. <laughs> That's just a random example that I just thought of. She just needed to get that out. She feels better already. One time I made her hand wash it with Dawn, <laughs> and I thought, this will fix the problem. Maybe for two weeks it did. And then it came right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a vengeance. <laughs> It's like if somebody killed a tube of crust on the towel. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Just destroyed. Just stabbed to death. Does it bleach your towels? No, Is surprisingly. Okay, I good. clean it all the time. And yeah, it's, it hasn't bleached it. It's been surprising. If my mom ever listens to this, she'll be like, oh, remember that one time you used your face wash and bleached all my towels? <laughs> so I feel like she might have some. Might relate to you in some weird way. <laughs> uh, parenting sucks. <laughs> Is it time? Does that mean it's time to wrap it up? Are you making that noise so you can hear it? I think on? he wants to show me his uh, 18th watch face that oh, he's had. He, he has 140 um, followers They're now. blowing up, y'all. I got 140 followers downloading my watch faces. I custom design. I'm going to be able to buy a pop in like a year. So what up? Do you want to do your plug properly and tell them where to find your watch faces? If you're looking for cool custom watch faces for the modern male, jump on facer.io and look up 
Flow State Faces. That's right. Flow State. F-L-O-W-S-T-A-T-E. And give that wrist some style. That was our sponsored segment. What, why is it called Flow State? Close Face? I had to pick something, and that's what I picked. Why? Because that's what I picked. Why wouldn't it be like Cycling One Liker or, or, or Cycle Man or, or Bike Dude? That's some racist bigoted bullshit right there it was just his name and then people started following him and he's like i should probably change this but why pick that in the first place do you know what flow state is no obviously not (laughs) please tune into our next episode where cody goes in depth into what flow state is or skip that one bye (laughs) all right i think this is going to do it for us today it is time to wrap up And Jen's going to do our closing from memory. If you would like to reach us, please email us at hello at unqualifiedparenting.com where we will fix all of your problems that you've ever had with parenting or your spouse or any relationship that you could possibly relate to. And tune in next week and congratulations, you've survived another fortnight of parenting. I'm going to cut all that fortnight shit right out. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Mikkel, thanks for being our special guest. Thanks we for really appreciate me. it. Thank you. Was it as weird as you thought it would be? I am so awkward. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I know I'm going to walk through Target because I, I walk through Target and I listen to podcasts. That's my thing. It's such a mom it thing. It is a mom thing. Do. And I'm just going to be shaking my head my whole t- the whole time I listen to this one. But. Speaking of which, we just got cable TV <laughs> and we've never had commercials before. And I've had to cover her eyes when Target commercials come on because I know they're working. <laughs> they're speaking right to her. I'm like, don't look at it. Don't listen. Don't believe it. You don't need new wipes. The wipes we have are good. Yeah, same with the Febreze one. Is that what you did as well? Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Turn off the podcast. It's done. There's nothing more going on right now. They're just looking at each other. Just stop playing the podcast. Shut it off. Go go listen to a different podcast. They've got guns pointed at me.